Welcome to 67 Rye, what follows us and what we love. My name is Akeem, also known on the streets as Akeem the Dream. And today, we're going to be talking about roommates from the blog called 67 Bachelor on 67Rye.com. So, oh man, where do we where do we begin? So I, I lived on my own for two years before I decided, you know what, I'd love to have a roommate. So I didn't go to a roommate out of necessity. And I know the origins of you having a roommate in the first place are going to be unique. For me, it was just curiosity. But I know for a lot of people, it's out of necessity because shit is expensive to live out there nowadays. I mean, you're depending on what city you're in, a one bedroom apartment could cost anywhere from 900 bucks to 1500 bucks. And if you're making three grand a month, uh, you're just barely kind of falling into that threshold of your rent being about 33% of your take home, which is a good guideline to be within. If you're paying 50, let's say you're making 2,500 bucks a month, but your rent is 1200. I mean, that's 50% of your take home pay is just going to a place you're going to leave anyways for 12 hours of the day. doesn't make a lot of sense. So all of a sudden you get a two bedroom apartment. That's maybe 1600 bucks and you get two bedrooms. All of a sudden your rent's 800 bucks. You save 700, say la vie, but it's not as easy just moving in. As I uh, learned in that one year, I lived with uh, my platonic uh, girlfriend from university. I learned a lot of lessons, but I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I'm an extroverted guy and she was introverted. You know, I'm messy and she was tidy. You know, I'm kind of a business guy, kind of like a loud mouth uh, intellectual. And she's an intellectual too, but she's kind of academic and outdoorsy. And just kind of in, t- in touch with, in tune with herself and very spiritual. And it was really interesting uh, because we, you know, I learned a lot from her, but we just had a basic respect for each other. Now, in this episode, I'm going to lay out to you kind of the ground rules for choosing a roommate if you haven't already, but then living with that roommate. Because it can be, it can turn from, uh, you know, a holiday from heaven to a holiday from hell overnight. Because living with somebody else is one of the hardest things you'll ever do outside of your family. Goddamn with your family. <laughs> Never mind with your family, I mean. It can be a tough go. So you need to be calculated. You got to be prepared. Uh, if you prepare on the front end, man, there's less damage on the on the back end. Uh, you know, let's, let's talk about prevention. Let's stop talking about how do we patch things up once we fuck things up. I'm all about prevention. I'm not about cure. So these are the best practices so you can have that prevention when you're living with your roommate about what not to do. And here's some best practices right out of the shoot, okay? If you want the most interesting roommate experience. When you're searching for a roommate, if you don't have one already, consider the things that I'm going to speak about right now. Choose acquaintances instead of friends. Now, acquaintances, you want acquaintances instead of friends because you don't really have a history with somebody if they're just an acquaintance, but you have maybe a baseline trust and you're familiar with them. They're not a complete stranger. So you don't have to worry about them harvesting your organs at night or blowing up the kitchen, doing mad scientist experiments. Although that would be interesting. Uh, you pretty much know, okay, they work here. They know these people. They're of this uh, orientation. They kind of have, you, you have a bit, you have a basic profile snapshot of this person. So there's no worries. There's less, there's less worries than there would be if this person was complete right off uh, right off the I don't know you stranger danger bus. <laughs> so 
acquaintances instead of friends. And also, if they're an acquaintance, you kind of get to, you know, because you don't have that history, you don't have any preconceived notions of them. If you were to choose a friend who you didn't know, or sorry, if you were to roommate with somebody who you did know, you know, you have all this baggage from your knowledge of who they are that's going to maybe cloud your your judgment and cloud your ability to see them in an unconditional light if some problems do arise. So in other words, you'll give them way more slack if you don't know them as well. The second best practice I would think of is choosing people of the opposite sex. Now, the reason you should choose somebody of the opposite sex, because a lot of people are probably thinking, well, Keem, like, you know, you don't want to hook up with your roommate and you'd be right. You'd be correct. But I mean, it also makes it way more exciting because it's, it's, it's a bit of a it's almost like a preview into your life when you're no longer a bachelor. It's going to be a platonic relationship. You know, it'll, you'll have respect for them. They'll have respect for you. But you'll kind of if you're a guy outside of your sister or your mother, you probably don't know how a female lives and operates and what she what she cares and i mean i make i'm making over generalizations here because all women are different but on your basic lady out there and well, it's going to be so misinterpreted but when i say basic lady i just mean normal girl they're going to have patterns right they're going to want to have their hair done they're going to want to make themselves look pretty uh they're going to be probably pretty tidy i mean i could be way out to lunch but i'm but this is just based on my experience but if you're a guy, you you, start, you very soon you you very quickly realize you can't leave the toilet seat up, you can't leave random messes around the house, and if you're a, a lady, you kind of learn real quick that there's a time and a place to bring up certain subjects, or you kind of know got to know when to approach them, because if you approach them at the wrong time, even if he's a nice guy, he'll just go on autopilot when you start talking, and you learn how to build up these boundaries, which is so important for life. And that learning curve is much better to be done with the opposite sex during a platonic roommate experience than if you're just going to be dating a person where the first time you live with a girl is a girlfriend of yours who you are serious about. I mean, that'd be a pretty rough learning experience. You want to have the experience before you get in there and show how a boss you are by being like, listen, I already know what you want. You want this place tidy. You want the toilet seat down. I got you. I got you. And the last thing you should think about when you're choosing a roommate is to think about rooming up with somebody who's a completely different line of work or study than you. This is uh, interesting because you want variety, right? If you if you're gonna if you're a, if you if you're a med student and maybe you want to live with another med student because then you could practice the exams together and study the exams. Okay, that makes sense. But for every other person out there. Or maybe your roommate with a business partner. Okay, that might make sense too. But outside of those extraneous circumstances, I can't think of uh, a good reason to roommate with somebody who is has a very similar life as you. Uh, I mean, what, what are you guys going to talk about? Yeah, I mean, you can only talk about uh, uh, cosmology for so long. You can only talk about uh, the retail environment at the mall for so long. Right. You can only talk about the weirdos at the at the bar for so long. You have to have different stories to tell at the end of the day. Uh, people with different backgrounds than you kind of makes for more interesting conversations and provide ample curiosity and that fuel for just what the hell do you do in this situation? 
I'm not in that line of work. You know, it, it will, uh, it will increase your curiosity libido. It'll help you get it up. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if, if you're curious about what they do, you'll engage them more often and you'll find your, yourself that you're more curious about what they do, you know? So I think it'll also encourage communication. And I mean, this is about any relationship, just not, not just about roommates, but if you're curious about them and what they do, you'll have more reasons to interrupt them and then you'll be communicating and then you'll be over communicating, which is never a bad idea. So beyond these three things, uh, being acquaintances instead of friends, thinking about maybe the opposite sex in a platonic fashion, obviously, uh, people of different lines of work and study, you're going to want to be a sweetheart, okay? Turn up the kindness, uh, maybe offer to cook for them. If you have a whip and they don't have a whip, maybe give them a ride somewhere. You know, don't wait for them to, don't wait for them to ask you to clean. It's like, if you're at the job place, if you're in the workplace, and someone's asking you to do a good job, you already screwed up. It's too late. And when I lived with my roommate, I never wanted her to approach me. And I, it happened a few times because I'm just, you know, I sucked at it a few nights. Or sometimes I just was like, fuck this. <laughs> but she would come to me and be like, Akeem, I need you to do a better job. Clean this, making sure the kitchen is clean, things of that nature. And I had to learn, I had to practice that, hey, this is just not my space. We're learning this space together. We're kind of navigating these waters together. And if you go out of your way, they'll go out of the way for you. It's not tick for tack. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. For those who don't speak in Ebonics, that's 100-100. So, yeah, do, 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 you know, Go shoot hoops, uh, meet their family, hang out, shoot the shiznat, maybe make a mixtape or a rap album together. Maybe have traditions, like maybe every Tuesday night, it's like roommate night. I remember when I was a roommate with her, it was during the ALS bucket challenge. So we went outside, instead of calling our buddies up, we did it together. She poured ice cold water on my head, I poured ice cold water on her head. It was great times. Uh, one time I was living with her and, uh, I brought a girl back and we were necking on the sofa and she, uh, I forgot, <laughs> uh, I for, oh no, no, no. What happened? Oh yeah. I was going to introduce her, <laughs> the girl I was necking with to my roommate. And I forgot the girl I was necking with. I forgot her name. So my roommate goes, she, she, she saw that I forgot her name, like a complete idiot. And before this girl roasted me, deservedly so, my roommate came to the rescue and said, oh, my name's, my name's so-and-so. Save my ass. So, I mean, they, they'll, they'll, be your, they'll be your Robin. You know, they'll be your Batman. They'll save the day. I like that. I kind of miss having a roommate now. I think my next roommate will be my serious partner, though. Unfortunately or fortunately. Who knows? Only time will tell. But it's a beautiful life. So... The last thing I'll say is don't hook up with your roommate. Just don't do it. It is a slippery slope that everyone falls off of. Even Wayne Gretzky fall off that B-I-T-C-H. All right. So until you move out, I wish you good luck, Godspeed, and thanks for listening to 67 Rye.